0: Welcome to another episode of Titanic Minute, your daily podcast, where we discuss the movie Titanic minute by minute. I'm your co-host Robin, joined as always by my good friends Joe and Duff
1: good day ahoy
0: and it's wednesday guys it's minute 83 it's a minute that ends in either a three or an eight meaning it's a heart of the ocean and today we are joined by melissa who everything i've been told is a massive titanic fan
2: hello that it might be true
0: <laughs> we are i hope it's
3: i hope this is a huge twist and she actually hates it yeah <laughs> and she's been faking it the whole time i get
0: trolled again
2: <laughs> then I would be just like your other heart of the oceans, right?
1: I
0: know. Yeah. We've
1: had we've <laughs> had a we've had a couple
2: tricksters.
0: This is what <laughs> happens by not planning or thinking ahead before we start recording. <laughs> we end up having people who maybe haven't seen the movie.
1: So, um, M- Melissa May, I'm I'm not sure how this will shake out, but Melissa may have drawn the best heart of the ocean spot cuz you got a pretty iconic uh scene
2: I agree. I think this is probably one of the best ones I could have had.
1: Yes, for sure. We are at
0: minute 83 in this minute, the, the iconic sequence we talked about it, Jack and Rose kiss
2: mm.
0: which is pretty exciting. but beforehand, we sort of have like the you know the the hands touching like sweet Caroline.
3: Um. <laughs> uh, please do it in a Neil Diamond voice yeah, sorry. Duff <laughs> can you do a Neil Diamond impression too
1: I can only do an impression of Will Ferrell as Neil Diamond <laughs> <laughs> Hey <laughs> I will leave you in
3: <laughs> I wrote this song when I hit a guy and kept driving Those I love how Neil Diamond but- got so mad about that sketch
1: I know all right, we're all off
3: the we need to stay on topic. I'm Say sorry. That, Let's go back uh, to the.
0: Uh, but, but Jack starts singing. I think this is very interesting. I never even really noticed this before. He starts singing uh, the lyrics to Josephine Flying Machine. Mm-hmm. Which eagle-eyed listeners will remember that in an earlier deleted scene, which occurred after the steerage party, Jack and Rose sing that song together. So this is a reference to that, although that deleted scene didn't make it.
1: Yeah, so it's really referencing something that got cut out, which right. I guess is theoretically a little weird.
0: I, I I guess I think it's weird because this is, you know, arguably, I mean, Melissa, let me know if, what, you, what you think about this, right. but this is the most iconic sequence in the movie, probably.
2: Yeah, and you know, I think the uh reaction makes it seem really awkward, either that they're reacting that way as friends and not as as the actors themselves or that it's not really a real moment because they're giggling and we don't know why they're giggling.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, it it does come off a little like an inside joke and we don't fully get it.
0: It, it does it work in a way in that like it's sort of telling us as as um I guess as viewers, but also as the people on the Keldish, as listeners, that, like, Rose hasn't told us everything, that there's other things that happen between between her and Jack that she's just sort of not letting us know?
1: Yeah, that maybe. That's a good point.
0: Um, anyway, so, so Josephine the Flying Machine was a popular song with music by Fred Fisher and lyrics by Alfred Bryan, and it was written... In the early days of aviation, and it tells of a young man courting his girl by a flying machine and expressing, it sort of expresses the technological optimism of the era. That's from Wikipedia, by the way.
1: Yeah, can I just say something? The song, the ti- <laughs> How much
3: content does Wikipedia give us every week? It's fine. Um, can, I,
1: can I also say something? You got the title totally wrong. The title is Come Josephine and My Flying Machine, not Josephine the Flying Machine. (laughs) I like
3: when he was talking, I heard that and like cocked my head a little. It's like, that doesn't sound right, but I don't really know.
1: Like Josephine (laughs) is a robot or something.
3: (laughs) Uh, Josephine is the
1: name of the plane. Uh, My my notes
3: literally say Josephine comma flying machine.
1: (laughs) (laughs) My favorite. uh, That
3: actually would be an awesome classic rock song.
1: You know what like I was going to say? Uh, it is uh, my favorite uh, oh shoot what's the band? Uh, Yoshimi Battles the Flying Oh yeah. Flaming Lips. Flaming yeah Lips. The Flaming Lips that's my favorite Flaming Lips album is Josephine the Flying Machine. <laughs>
3: Uh, we need to find a way where peop- where confetti flies out of people's cell phones while they're listening to this when Josephine <laughs> the Flying Machine comes up. And then uh, Rob walks into their, room, their office in a giant bubble.
1: <laughs> Miley Cyrus is there for some reason. Uh, so, yeah, in case anyone was confused, the actual name is Come Josephine in My Flying Machine.
3: <laughs> Wait, hold on a second. Say that one more time.
1: Come Josephine in My Flying Machine. Okay, slower now.
2: <laughs> no. I think grammar is really important here in your punctuation.
3: Yes, uh, spelling uh, is too. How, how is yeah? How is <laughs> "come" spelled?
1: <laughs> uh, mm. Grow up, mm. you guys have a lot grown up to do. Yeah, come We're on. We're
3: pushing the envelope on content this week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. sorry, Melissa. Okay.
2: <laughs> That's all right.
0: <laughs> um, and then they kiss, guys, and this kiss
1: is pretty baller. Yeah, it's a good move. I don't know. What? <laughs> <laughs> All right, you, expand. No,
2: no, I, I I think it is. it is very iconic. And I think the first few times you see it, absolutely. I think now I've seen it so many times that I'm starting to question it. <laughs> um, so that maybe could be it, but yes, I think other than, you know, that, you know, the build up to it, the moment it happens, it really is a good scene. Just maybe after you've seen it hundreds of times, it isn't.
1: So that's a good segue. Uh, so up until this episode, I believe that our heart of the ocean who saw Titanic in theaters the most was Claire and Rob, mm-hmm. you said, I think it was I, seven.
0: It was seven times in its original run, and then she saw it with me <laughs> when during the 3D run. So she's seen it eight times.
1: OK. Melissa, what's your number?
2: I saw it over a dozen times on its first run.
1: New winner.
0: Yeah, that's
3: right. So, Leaderboard.
2: Yeah. Adjust the leaderboards.
1: <laughs> Were you <laughs> able to see it on its
0: recent re-release?
2: I've seen every release. No, like nice. like
3: it was just in theaters, like what? Oh, yeah. Yeah, December, just in December.
2: Yeah. Yep, absolutely.
3: Nice. It did not play nearby for me. so I had to go to Colorado to see it. <laughs> uh, well, maybe, maybe clarify that a little bit, Rob.
0: I was in Colorado, and I saw it there, but it wasn't playing anywhere in Wisconsin. That's a fact.
1: It's because you guys have that weird Marcus dude theaters, right? That's true. You guys don't have AMC. We have a few, but...
0: Um, how I will say you mentioned Melissa the kiss seems awkward now is it because it's the first kiss that lasts over a half minute
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know I think maybe too it's just if you really kind of know know the relationship um, or have seen it past that maybe makes it to that point but if you really actually think of the timeline too I know some some love and relationships can be really fast and passionate but it just seems wow this happens really quick Do
3: you think this is Rose's first kiss?
0: No.
1: Unsure. It could be.
0: I think we have to wait until... I I have more on this, but I think we have to wait until she has her little sequence in the car with Jack, but I think Rose is more experienced than Jack.
1: Yeah, Mm -hmm. that is... I
2: could see that.
1: that's That's probably true.
0: This might be the first kiss where she actually wanted to
1: do it. Sadly. Oh, God, <laughs> I, you're not. You're probably not wrong, but man,
2: <laughs> I like to believe she hasn't kissed Cal at all. So,
1: mm. I mean, we haven't seen him
0: kiss. To be fair, so this is the first time. <laughs> this is for sure the first time we see Jack and Rose kiss. But we haven't seen Rose kiss Cal, right?
1: It's Am the I... first kissing of anyone in the movie, I think.
0: The only time uh, we we saw Rose kiss before this was a deleted scene with Lewis. Wait what? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> the deleted scene with Old Rose and Lewis.
1: What? You.
0: <laughs> you don't remember that?
1: No. Oh, it was. Joe, do you know what he's talking about?
3: <laughs> no idea. I I have no. I-, I have absolutely no idea. All right. Please cut
1: just, this and post.
0: I just want to see some fan fiction about it. That's Ugh. it. <laughs> um. <laughs> so okay. So. He, I, I have a question, as I tend to. Um, w- w- let's start. Let's start with you, Melissa, if you don't mind, since you've <laughs> seen this movie the most. It means so much. W- where, where does this, where does this rank for you among like movie kisses?
2: You know, it's not really part of my top ones. No. No, I mean, I, it, I think it's great when you're watching it, but nope, it wouldn't rank in my top.
0: What would, you, what would you say are some of your uh, favorite movie kisses and movies, or ones that you think about? Maybe not your favorite, but if someone says, like, oh, famous movie kisses, you know, what, what, what do you kind of think about?
2: Oh, Pretty Woman, uh, Ghost. On the piano?
0: Is that on the piano?
2: No, I really like the one in Pretty Woman where at the very end, and he comes to, to rescue her, and uh, it's on the fire escape.
0: Oh, okay, okay,
1: all right. You said Ghost. Ghost. Are you talking about the, the pottery scene in Ghost? Oh,
2: absolutely. It's as cheesy yes. as you can get. <laughs> I. Uh,
1: it's the Righteous Brothers, though. It's good stuff.
0: I mm-hmm. I realized for the first time that uh, my wife's name is Molly and my son's name is Sam, and that's the name of the main <laughs> characters in Ghost. Are you a ghost? What?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I never really realized that until this week when I was thinking about this question that I was like, oh, no. Ghost Rob. My ghost dad. (laughs) And I am Whoopi Goldberg. (laughs) (laughs) Oscar winner. Yeah. That's right. Weird. Uh, uh, Joe, Duff, what about you guys? What do you guys think about for. Well, uh, Melissa, were you you done? Were
3: you
2: done? Oh, you know, I'd love to hear your lists.
1: Rob, I'm dying to hear how you ranked. Anakin and Padme's kisses in the prequels. Yeah, these are all
3: going to be Star Wars kisses.
0: No, there's, they aren't. Okay, so here's. Okay, I guys.
1: guarantee
3: there's a Star Wars kiss in your list.
0: No, it's, there's not. Mission Only
3: Impossible. It's, sh- send a picture of your list right now to <laughs> prove will. that it's not on your list, because I know so, you're not going to say it now. I
0: had four listed here. Ghost was one of them. Melissa, I, mm-hmm. I put four because I thought in case one of these gets taken, all right? I've never You're seen stalling
1: ghost. for time while you think of new ones. No, I'm not. <laughs> I've, <laughs> I've not. never seen okay. Ghost. Is that weird? Should the I see Ghost? first one I thought
0: about. That Ghost is fun.
1: I haven't seen it in a long time, but I remember liking it.
0: Yeah. Um. So I I will say the first one I thought about, the first two I thought about were uh, uh, Spider-Man mm-hmm. with the hanging <laughs> upside down kiss. <laughs> Jesus, man. Just... Hey,
1: it, it's a good one. I'll, yeah. I, I... It's in the rain. No, I, you're right.
0: It's cool. Um, the other one is Lady
1: in the Tramp.
2: Yes, <laughs>
1: you stole okay. that from me. I had that on. That was on my. I had
2: list. all Disney kisses.
1: Okay. Okay. And then, <laughs> and then this other one
0: is just showing how. Uh, it's fine. I have cruel intentions. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. <laughs> Rob has the I've weirdest, weirdest seen- <laughs> infatuation with that movie. I've never like, seen I- it. What? what? I just know the scene.
1: You just know From the girl's Mr. skin? Kiss?
0: I, I don't want to talk about how I know the scene, but I know uh, the scene. That's
1: the movie that we <laughs> saw like in the before internet time where like it's like, oh this is gonna be a hot movie. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't Bill
3: Murray like, have like a really awesome cameo in that movie? I've never seen it. Uh, what?
1: I are you thinking of Wild Things?
3: Oh no, I'm thinking of Wild Things, yeah, yeah. that's what I meant. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Uh, those
0: were <laughs> cruel intentions and wild things were around the same time though, weren't they? Yeah, I think There's, they were. Yeah. Uh Cruel Intentions is 99, Wild Things is 98.
1: Okay. Um, yeah, you're on maybe I was thinking wild things. You're on like a government watch list because you, <laughs> you're an adult man who mentioned cruel, cruel intentions.
3: intentions right after Lady. That's the not ramp. fair.
1: <laughs> I was
0: 16 when Cruel Intentions came out. That's not. That's not. That's you're, not fair to uh, levy on But me. you're
1: you're bringing it up as you think it's a great kiss moment. It's, it's what I thought about. It's totally. It's meant just to titillate teenage boys. And I was a teenage boy when it came out. Uh, but you're not now. Well, it's <laughs> well I know. Well, but, but, hold on. Know yeah. <laughs> 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 okay. All right, uh moving on. Was that was that your list? That's my list. That's All my right. list. All right. All right, Joe.
0: Um well, I don't
3: I just I don't really think this is a difficult question. I think I would say my favorite kiss is the kiss from The Kiss in 1896, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: directed by William Heise.
3: Get uh, real. From a I Thomas hate you. Studio. Uh... What? <laughs>
1: it's
0: really fa- it's a really famous kiss. No, I know. I we we know it.
1: Joe's favorite movie is the the first footage of a horse running.
3: Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that would be action number three. Number two is the elephant getting electrocuted. <laughs> <laughs> actually, Jesus. like I, I actually feel really sad that I just brought that up. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's why all, oh, that is... all of Joe's friends call him the Elephant Man. <laughs> I'm not an animal. Uh, okay, so I I wanted I. I I picked my real answer, and then I picked my, like, favorite messed up kissing moment. Okay. Okay? okay. Um, so, which one would you prefer to hear first?
1: Do the real one first. The real one, the real one yeah.
3: Um, I'm cheating a little bit here, but I think you guys will be cool with it. And it's the the kissing montage at the end of Cinema Paradiso.
1: Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. I'll allow it. That's good.
0: I've actually never seen that movie.
1: It's, yeah, it that's a good pick. It, I don't think it's cheating.
0: Okay,
1: uh,
3: should I explain Joe, what I that something. is for people who haven't seen it, or should uh, go they ahead? Just I don't know. Stop it. being.
0: Yeah, I'll explain it. So,
3: I, yeah, this doesn't spoil anything, right, Duff? Uh,
1: I mean, it were beyond the. It's it's okay to spoil a thirty five year old movie or whatever it is <laughs> like. Yeah, I mean, and
3: it, I mean, just story wise, it, it doesn't it isn't really relevant yeah, to
1: the story. The, the statute of limitations <laughs> for spoiling cinema Paradiso are up. Yeah,
3: and it is the end. It is the ending of it, but it well, anyways. So it's about this boy. He grows up this small village in Italy and he befriends the projectionist at the local movie theater. And he had the projectionist, uh, the, all the films are reviewed by the priest. Uh, and he has to cut out all the objectionable things. So he has to cut out all the kissing scenes and anything that the Catholic church would find objectionable. So he gives, uh, the main character like a cut together, all of the kissing scenes that he cut out of all these movies over probably decades. Right. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the movie, it, they, uh, you they roll it, and that's kind of how the movie ends. And it's like all these these kissing kiss scenes from movies, classic films. From
1: oh, that's fun. Yeah, yeah
3: it's really really cool. The music is is awesome, and, and Morricone did the music for that, right?
1: Oh, it uh, sounds right. I don't know, yeah. but yeah, that sounds yeah. Right. So
3: a really cool Morricone score, and uh, it's it's a really moving ending, and it's an excellent movie. If you love movies, you'll love that movie. I highly recommend it. Yeah my my answer for the mo- my favorite like kind of messed up kiss uh, stars uh, Leah Thompson
1: oh no, oh, no.
3: Oh, and it's no. from the movie Howard the Duck <laughs> oh okay oh, when, she, when she kisses the duck in Howard the Duck uh, it's. I watched that movie a lot when I was a little kid, and it definitely is part of the reason why my brain is broken. <laughs> and uh, this, is this moment where like Howard the Duck is, <laughs> the alien duck is hitting on her and she's like in bed with them and then they start to kiss in like a silhouette. <laughs>
1: oh yeah.
3: It's really awesome. And, uh, that's my favorite, like messed up kissing. Moment. I see, you thought, I I was thought gonna you were going to bring it back future, to, the future, right? to the future. No, yeah. No. And I was like, that's, that's too a... easy. That's too easy, baby.
0: How are the duck? How are the Melissa, what were some that do did we miss any Disney ones that you had on your list?
2: No, I think true love's kiss is just always a magical thing. So, <laughs>
3: <laughs> especially between woman and duck.
2: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but I would say I feel like TV kisses are better than movie kisses because I think mm-hmm. there's that tension In build up so I, I think yeah I think it would be a lot easier to name some iconic TV scenes like that uh versus movies. Um, That's a good point. So you're thinking like the, Brit- the
0: British Office. Yes. Yes. Uh DJ's uh, first kiss in Full House. <laughs>
2: what? Kidding, uh. I have no idea. <laughs>
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna say Sam and Diane and Cheers.
2: Yep, Ross and Rachel and Friends.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're uh, right.
2: So X Files.
1: Yeah, that's good. There's a lot. There's a lot of false starts there too. So mm-hmm. they, they, that's a slow burn.
2: Doug,
1: <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. um, well, what about you? Well, first of all, uh, my number one, I think. It, you just said it's an easy one but back to the future um just it i mean because it's it's in many ways like it's the emotional peak of that movie i mean like the the clock tower is more action-packed but the so many things are lining up and you have the big sweeping score comes in and uh, Chris Glower excuse me, and literally knocks the guy onto his back like he's a feather. <laughs> 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 um, and then I, two others I was going to mention, I'm really surprised that no one brought up the kiss that precedes "I love you," I know.
3: Yeah, um, I, I I gave myself a no Star Wars rule because that's
1: I I said I would I would bring it up if no one else did, but that one is becomes iconic. On its own, but then because of that exchange, and the last one I'll say is uh, from "It's a Wonderful Life" when mm-hmm. George first kisses Donna Reed. Yeah. Although it's kind of messed up because he's like in uh, going back again to performative brooding. That movie has some good performative brooding. Yes. Uh, by he's George. A, he's not a nice guy
0: during that sequence. Uh, no, <laughs> because like
1: he starts off like getting mad. And he's like, I don't want any plastics and I don't want I don't want any kids and I want all this crummy town you hear And then they passionately kiss and it's like <laughs> what? What's what's going on? Oh, okay, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: good. That's a good list. Um do do either of you have anything else before we go back to the present in this movie? Uh, I have a lot to say about that. Okay. Uh, <sighs> Alright. So <laughs> Then we fade into the sunk version of the boat. So Norman that's actually,
3: I think, the coolest vi- visually and thinking mm-hmm. is that the coolest looking thing in the movie, or well, yeah. not so far
1: is what I no, mean. No, there's these dissolve shots are amazing. They absolutely are. Yeah, yeah, um, um, but yeah, then uh, we get to see Norman Bates mom again. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just the just the no, mood man! the mood the mood just drops and, oh. and,
0: and
3: there's all the joy of Norma Bates yelling in his mom's voice at himself <laughs>
0: and oh, it is god it is incredibly jarring um and i guess that's probably the point we can we can get into this but am i wrong in thinking melissa i'm sure you can correct me is this the first time we go back to the present since Rose started telling the story. We've had voiceovers, but is this the first time we actually see anything on the Keldish since, like, an hour ago?
2: I think you're correct.
0: Yeah, I think so, too.
1: Yeah, um, and beyond that, we don't get any information we didn't know or need. Like, it, all we maybe get is that that was the last time Titanic saw daylight, which we, we can figure out. Yeah. We've, we've already seen a scene where... Uh, captain murdoch like says he's lighting the last four the last boilers or whatever and that he's going too fast sure. So, what is the point of this there is none
0: i well
3: i think to it's see, meant to, to, be to be see charring.
1: lewis's new texas shirt i guess
3: <laughs> uh, maybe he let uh bill paxton into the editing room and he's like boy nobody's seen me for a while <laughs>
1: i mean is it
0: is it just to uh i mean there's a deleted scene where he would have been back here earlier but i kind of think you know, for an hour or so we've been building this romance between between Jack and Rose, and then we have like this climactic moment where they get mm-hmm. together and they kiss, and then it's sort of like a reminder of like, yep, yeah, just don't forget this ship sinks, and everyone dies mm. but
2: it, you why
0: yeah it, I don't know I
2: liked it. I thought it was kind of a nice setup to what's happening. It kind of sets the emotional stage for for their relationship that's going to just happen within pretty much one night, one awful night.
1: We're reminded he'll die.
2: Well, if it, you're it, told that, yes, it does
0: hint that right. I mean, I know everyone, I know the internet is still mad about Jack dying, but like they kiss and then we, you know, the next thing we see is just the sunken ship sort of telegraphing mm-hmm. that pretty early that like, you know,
1: I, yeah, I, I just don't get it. Cause I, I don't yeah, get I, anything new. Uh, if if we were given some new plot details maybe but yeah
0: well, we'll uh, g- you
3: could you could have still included that shot and then it just fades to black for a while after it and then we go again back to the old days like it's if you need if you feel like the audience needs to be reminded of what's gonna happen that dissolve is all they need to see yeah and if you must include a line like and that's the last time that ship would see the sunlight then you just have voiceover again yeah of Norman Bates's mm-hmm. mom
1: yeah I would tolerate voiceover hmm.
0: i i don't well, I, I don't mind it that much and I, I tomorrow i think we'll get more into you know yeah, more the present can, day stuff
3: we'll save our negativity for and for tomorrow when we don't have a heart of the ocean <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to subject her to this negativity no i'll
2: just listen to it <laughs> <laughs>
0: just uh so melissa you're here you are you are uh, a, a massive titanic fan we sort of asked this to every to every heart of the Mm -hmm. ocean what is your what is your titanic story
2: i've got two titanic stories so uh you know the first would be as i as i saw it because um you know went on on opening night with a dear friend from high school and we're waiting in line and uh we're standing there and i'm just so excited to get in and she's like i don't know why you know jack dies (laughs) oh no and i'm what are you kidding me? And I hate spoilers to begin with, but I really didn't want to know that being a huge Leo fan and she's like, "Well, you know the story, the Titanic sinks, people die." And I was like, "Yes, but this is a story within a story."
1: Yeah. Yeah, there's there's fictional characters. So she
0: didn't know for sure, she just assumed it?
2: No, I think she overheard it oh. from from someone she else and then just cool shared news. that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and is that why you guys aren't
3: friends anymore? <laughs>
2: No, it's why I keep reminding her all of the time
1: <laughs> how traumatic
2: it was, but uh, I'm still quite emotional every time I watch it, so it clearly didn't ruin it. But, I, w- I um, would hold
1: on to that grudge till I die. <laughs> I think
2: it's a good one to hold on to, but oh, um, it's, no. it's worth it. But my real life Titanic story, if we have a minute for that, oh, absolutely. Um, I was studying abroad in London and um, I took a trip down to Southampton to to see everything and uh, visited all of the different memorials. And I you know saw the the shipyard and everything. And I was like, OK, I have to get in there. That's just something that feels like something I have to do. So I went up to the security guy and uh, I just started to make up a story. I've I've been an actor um, kind of as, as a hobby. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to pull this story out. And i pulled out a name and i said my great-grandmother was on the titanic (laughs) and Uh i made this pilgrimage so i could see the last place that she she stepped before she got onto that that ship that night and i'm just starting to ball and because you know for security reasons even in 99 is when i was there um you know they can't let you into the shipyard but after a few tears and some additional uh, storytelling, he brought me to to the dock. So I got to spend a little bit of time on the dock that it took um, took off from. Wow. So that was Man. a that was a good moment. Not my proudest moment, but uh, in in hindsight now. But it was um, gosh, it was very fulfilling. That's
3: and and he's pretty harmless, though.
1: Yeah, and Melissa gave us a copy of the picture. We'll we'll share it. Oh really? So, mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Uh, it's the other, the yeah,
3: That was a really, that was a really cool picture, and it looks just like in the movie. Like they, yeah. they did a good job in the movie.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: The other photo that we'll share is uh, <laughs> Melissa. Could you talk a little? I, I don't know if you can describe it, but talk about your dorm room. <laughs>
2: Yeah. So when this came out, um, I was 18. I was a freshman in college, so 18 going on 19 and uh, beyond obsessed, not only with a movie, but with, with Leo. And uh, so I went to the little resource room where everybody makes their posters, and, oh, I just cut out all of those fun letters to spell out Titanic, and I cut out all these images from, you know, the crappy printers at the time. <laughs> and uh, so I pretty much just had an entire wall in my dorm room that was nothing but titanic and then um bought every magazine I actually bought two copies of every magazine just in case something <laughs> happened to the other and i still have all of them to this oh, day
3: wow, <laughs> wow yeah. that's cool i, I did kind of the same thing with pictures of all my ex-girlfriends really
1: cool. <laughs> i kind of did the same thing with star wars um, which I think nice. most boys did.
3: <laughs> you came up with the only sadder reply than what I just said. <laughs> well, yep. Star Trek would have been sadder, <laughs> in my opinion.
1: So well, we're going to get letters now. So I have. A qu-
0: <laughs> <laughs> so Melissa, I have a question. So you, you saw this movie mm-hmm. when you were when you were eighteen. Had an yes. incredible, incredible mark on you. You still love it. Still go see it mm-hmm. when it gets re released. Have you had any experiences of showing this to someone for the first time since then and seeing their reaction?
2: it's never as positive as mine no <laughs> no <laughs> no um it's probably i've just i probably am just not showing it to somebody who would appreciate it gotcha. the same but i i do enjoy watching it with people who who do like it or at least i know that that it will for obvious reasons did you get a
1: reputation on your dorm floor like were you titanic girl
2: I probably had a lot of reputations, but, um, (laughs) no, um, no, I don't, I don't think I really had Titanic girl going on and I don't know why. Maybe they just, maybe, maybe I would scared everybody and they never really got to see that.
0: I mean, you could have been alone on that, right? I mean, this is, you know, here in college as a freshman, when this movie comes out, you're sort of of in that target market. Mm -hmm. I I will say when I, I I think I've mentioned this earlier, but when I saw this, um, it was actually the first time for me singing in the theater on the recent re-release. It is, it is remarkable in a theater and it was 3d and stuff, Mm -hmm. which I know isn't what it originally was, but it's pretty remarkable to see the whole thing. And, 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 you know, as, as I watched it then and sort of, you know, go through this minute by minute, I continue to, my appreciation for the movie grows.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, I'd agree. Yeah. I, I, I wish I'd gotten a chance to see it when it was in theaters. I think the scheduling just didn't work out, even though we have AMC theaters. But yeah, it's—I—I I, I do think it's one of those movies that really—I mean, I think every movie benefits from the big screen, but this especially.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Melissa, you've—you're you, a listener of our show. You're—you mm-hmm. love—you love Titanic. How does it feel? to listen to three idiots talk about your favorite movie. (laughs) 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 Minute by minute. (laughs) What do you
3: mean three?
2: I don't think Duff's an idiot.
3: (laughs) Oh Oh my god, I just got dunked on so hard.
1: Savage. Savage dog.
2: Oh, no, it, it, it cracks me up every day. It is, it's probably one of the best parts of my day. So <laughs> I enjoy listening to it. I love when you actually talk about the movie, but I also think <laughs> yeah, that there's Ma- just...
1: <laughs> Melissa, like, contact me on Facebook. She's like, I am so excited about Titanic Man. I'm like, oh, someone is nice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, well, do either of you have anything else on this, on this minute or anything else, Melissa, you want to you wanna tell us or the listeners?
2: No, go to iTunes and rate the podcast. Oh,
1: thank you! Oh my god, <laughs> five stars preferably. Yes, otherwise I get really <laughs> hurt with those one stars. Rob, yeah, Rob gets very hurt.
0: It is sad how often I check to be like, oh, still the same number of reviews. Okay, Jesus. all right, internet.
3: I don't even know how to um, check. <laughs> As we just Joe told the story, who uses iTunes? I don't. I'm mean. sorry. Now that now will now now Tim Cook's yeah. gonna write a one-star uh, review because <laughs> I insulted iTunes.
1: Uh, a follow-up question to that: When's the last time you heard iTunes referred to in a positive way? Ten years. And there's another one. Yeah, we're screwed. Oh no. Sorry, Come at Tim. us, Tim
3: Cook.
0: Sorry, Tim Cook. Uh, well, Melissa, thanks a lot for being on and for being a listener and and going Felipe. on this journey with us.
2: Thanks, and thank Melissa. you for having me. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, thanks a lot. Uh, and uh, listeners, we will be back tomorrow with Minute Eighty Four. <laughs>